that chapter that he's looking at. Good evening. On behalf of Tejacon Convention staff and the Happy Jacks RPG podcast, we would like to apologize in advance for the event that you're about to watch on the internet. We recommend that you find something else to watch on the internet. There are plenty of things available to you, such as Geek and Sundry, or possibly Critical Role. There are many areas of good, albeit questionable, pornography available on the internet as well that would be a fine, better program to watch than this. Unfortunately, they have requested me, David Kazay, of Monkey Fun Studios, to run Bedlam Hall. If you've never played Bedlam Hall before, we think you're probably better off. Because it is a depressing, terrible game about horrible, disturbed people who frankly should know better than to be playing this sort of game. If you are familiar with the Happy Jacks podcast, you realize already that many of these folks do not know better and are playing anyway. Viewer discretion is advised, recommended, and probably more appropriate. If you've never played this game before, this of course takes place after the Great War, but before the next Great War, in Edwardian England, in the home of the Blackwood family. The Blackwood family, of course, is well-to-do, the, one of the members of the House of Lords, and in a normal, pleasant role-playing experience, you would be playing a member of the Blackwood family, enjoying the frivolity of the upper English aristocracy. That would be a good game, and again, we recommend you find that. <laughs> Instead, these unfortunate players, or as I like to refer to them, victims, will be playing the waitstaff of the Blackwood family. And because we recommend that you do not watch this particular program, we made sure that the mundane aspects of their tasks as members of the staff are highlighted in the game that they're going to be playing. Again, Pathfinder, Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition, Vampire the Masquerade, much better games than Bedlam Hall. <laughs> now, before you, you see that every one of these characters have been pre-created, and each one of them are playing character, or a member of the staff. We will actually say what the members of those staff are before we actually begin. To my parlor. The chauffeur. The maid. The butler. The valet. The housekeeper. The cook. Now, although they are working together in the same staff, because this is a fictional type of game, which has no basis in reality whatsoever, they may actually take actions against one another that may intentionally get one another in trouble with their employers. Or they may brown nose, or they may intentionally, albeit cruelly and absolutely inappropriately, try to one-up one another in their working environments. This is a fictional game. So, every one of you at this table have a secret associated with your character. You do not want others to know that particular secret, because that secret 
as in all fictional games, and never in the real workplace, may be used against you. None of the players have seen their secrets yet, until now. Please open your characters. This game, of course, is powered by the apocalypse because we believe that good games are involving events that may destroy the entirety of the universe. <laughs> and it's available through Drive Through RPG, Indie Press Revolution, MonkeyFunStudios.com, or wherever poor, poorly written books can be found. Has everybody read their secret? Yes. Now you know why you got that. Yes. So, although your stats have already been chosen for you, please choose your character name as well. You do not have to use the suggestions that are there. And frankly, it doesn't matter because we're not going to be playing very very long in this game. I frankly don't want to be here, so I'm going to kill off everyone very quickly. <laughs> now... As I said, this is a fictional working experience, so there is what's called prestige. Everyone within the staff is trying to gain prestige in the eyes of their employer. Prestige is the currency, you could say, of Bedlam Hall, and the fact that they want to be held in higher esteem than the rest of their staff. Everyone within this game will be starting with one prestige, with the exception of the butler, who will be starting with two, because he's the head of the staff, and frankly, I like Adam better. <laughs> so please mark down two, you know, for yourself. Now, if you've never played a game powered by, by the apocalypse, you have what's known as moves. Moves are both basic and custom to their particular roles within the staff. For instance, the butler, name one of the moves you have available to or selected on your sheet. <coughs> um, stiff upper lip. And would you please explain what that is? When attempting to ignore the strange, you may roll fortitude instead of your composure. And what that means is that whenever they are in a situation where they need to roll dice, they will roll 2d6. Mostly because I don't like spending money on more dice. <laughs> and when they do, 10 and above is success, 6 and below is a failure, 7 to 9 is a partial success, and not rolling at all is the best decision. <laughs> so, in certain rolls, you will be rolling dice and then adding your stats. As he said, your composure or your fortitude would be added to it in order to make success. As I also said, there are basic moves on the back sheet and custom moves as well, and also what's called a cruel move. A cruel move is a move that only you can do once per session, and it is exactly that. It's a move that will absolutely ruin the game for everybody else, which is why every single one of you has a cruel move to do to the others. Mm -hmm. Any questions so far? No, no. Good, because I don't care if you do. <laughs> Very well. So, if we don't... We understand what the attributes are. We understand what basic moves are. We understand what particular moves are. Now I'm going to ask some questions of the staff in order to fill time, because I am paid by the hour for this particular event. <laughs> so, my first question, of course, will be to the 
the butler. Hello, sir. Yes, sir. So what is your name, sir? Uh, Mr. Trunkle, my lord. Mr. Trunkle, my lord. I see. So yeah, tell me, Mr. Trunkle. Mr. Trunkle. <laughs> I thought you said, okay. So Mr. Mr. Trunkle, Trunkle, my lord. I understand. Okay, so Mr. Trunkle, my lord. No, Mr. Trunkle is my name, my lord. All right. <laughs> sir. Yes. So you, how long have you been with the household? But I've been with the household approximately 14 years. I see. I understand that you were, um, for a while, unwell. Yes. I see. I have coughing fits, I understand. There's nothing to be concerned about, my lord. You look quite well. Quite well, yes, yes. My health is hale and hearty. So, Mr. Hale and Hearty, tell me more about... No, Mr. Trunkle, my lord. Right. So, Mr. Trunkle, my lord. Mr. Trunkle is my name, my lord. So we'll switch to the maid. <laughs> and, and what is your name? Bennett, sir. Thank you. Miss Bennett, sir. No, so. no, no, my name is Bennett, sir. Are you trying to be funny? No, sir. Okay. She would never have the gumption to be funny. Oh, of course not. Not my place. Because we're English. So tell me, Miss Lovett. Bennett. Whatever. <laughs> so, Miss Bennett... So, how long have you been with the household? Four years. I see. And what did you do before that? I lived in London. I see. Have we met before, Miss Bennett? I, I, I don't think so. I see. Uh, and then the chauffeur. Uh, what is your last name? Graves. Thank you. Thank you. That is how you answer your last name. So, Mr. Graves... How long have you been with the household? A while. Oh, good. And what did you do beforehand? Drove. Are you in the chauffeur? You are. Are you an excellent driver? I drive. I see. How? What kind of vehicle do you prefer? Prefer the most? The Bentley, Rolls Royce, uh, Duesenberg. Or? I don't. Very well. <laughs> Let's now speak with the valet. Uh, sir, what is your name? <coughs> Eddie Treach. Mr. Treach. So, Eddie, you said your name is Eddie? Yeah. Okay. So, how long have you been the valet for Mr. B- uh, Mr. Blackwood? Well, since the end of the war, I didn't have enough money to go home. I see. So for those of you wondering, a ballot is different than a butler, and the ballot is actually dedicated to the lord of the manor to make sure that he's always looking proper, wherein the butler is focused as the head of the staff, usually the uh, focal point between family and uh, the servants. However, that's different than the housekeeper, because the housekeeper is actually uh, the disciplinarian and the person who is more of the authoritarian for the staff themselves. And so uh, we do have our housekeeper. Uh, What is your name, ma'am? Hughes. So, Mrs. Hughes, how long have you been with the household? I've been with the household my whole life. I see. Are, are you feeling quite well? Yes. All right. 
And of course, we have the cook, uh, Mrs. Levitt. Uh, good morning. So, uh, Mrs. Mrs. Levitt, where are you from? Uh, from London originally. Why? Why do you? Why do you ask? Oh no no no! Read your secret again. From Nova Scotia, Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I see. So, ask the cook. What is the best dish that you create? Raspberry pudding. Of course. And since you've come to London, or actually the House of Old, what is the strangest thing you have seen? A tractor? Why? All right. <laughs> <laughs> she has seen a tractor. This will be an exciting day. There it is again! <laughs> Tractor's back! As long as we don't have raspberry pudding too often, it's a little indulgent, don't you think? Every single one. <laughs> raspberry pudding is the best, you stupid window sniffer. <laughs> oh. Wow! Wow! Did you! What an interesting little segue. That is. <laughs> Quite uncalled for, Mrs. Lovett. Wouldn't you say? Only phrases. Don't So, we'll ask some questions of the window sniffer. <laughs> so, Mr. Mayor, Mr. Trunkle, sir. Yes, my lord. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Trunkle, my lord. No, Mr. Trunkle is my name, my lord. So, my question for you, of course, as the head of the staff, you have know what's going on amongst all of them correctly. You know, and what they do correctly and what they don't do correctly. Yes. So, my question, just for you and I, and not for the rest of the staff who are not listening, which one of them should be fired? Well, Eddie Trench, of course. And why should... And possibly Mrs. Lovett. So why should Mr. Trench be dismissed? Well, he insists on a lack of formality and decorum. I did hear that he is rather uncouth. Yes. Practically an American. Well, there's no that sort of language. (laughs) I am. So, (laughs) don't speak of such things, Edward. Please, think of the children. Yes. Yes. Think of the children. (laughs) So actually, Mr. Trich... Yes? My question for you is... Why is it that you think that the housekeeper is... trying to seduce you? Well, if the choice is between me and the window sniffer... (laughs) (laughs) And Graves, he's got that smell of oil about him. Stop with that. So, it's I'm fairly obvious choice, I think. Of course. Graves is also not allowed in the house except for meals, so exposure is limited. Of course. Unless you intend for more exposure than you intend in outside. Yeah, so, Mr. Graves often, uh, Mr. Trunkle, so Mr. Graves often spends a lot of time in the garage. Well, as he should. Alone. He is the chauffeur. With the automobile. Yes. A fitable companion for a man of such... Chauffeurness. Yes. <laughs> Shall we say. So, actually, Mrs. Bennett, between us girls, and only you... It's, it's Miss. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Miss Bennett, my question for you is, 
Why do you feel that the housekeeper's been trying to seduce you? I don't like to say. Of course not. It's just between you and I. Well, well, um, I know you can't see much in in, in my present outfit because that's appropriate, but uh, I do have rather a lovely shape, if I say so myself. (coughs) I see. Quite uncomfortable. You weren't meant to be listening. Uh, He's always listening. (laughs) Like a doozy. The rest of us were outside the room as well, though. <laughs> let me uh, let me change the topic here, uh, Miss Lovett. Yes. So I know that uh, Mr. Trunkle has a nickname. Yes. What? Angry knickers. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Well, we'll keep that between you and I. Thank you. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, uh, your character's name? Mrs. Hughes. Oh, that's right, I didn't write it down. So, Mrs. Hughes, yes. my question to you is, why do you think Mr. Graves, well, frankly, is incompetent at what he does? Better yet, let me ask you this. What do you sometimes find him doing in the house where he's not supposed to be doing with Mr. Trunkle unaware? Mm. And with whom? Well, occasionally I'll come across Mr. Graves and... Oh... That other newer fellow, I can never... Treach? Mr. Treach, yes. American? Yes. Occasionally they'll be inside the house, just sitting and Like people? Like people. Inside? Yes. It's quite disturbing. They just sit and talk. Sitting is very disturbing. It is. You should always be moving, even if very slowly. I find that sitting still for too long coagulates the blood. I completely understand. Coagulate. Blood is the devil's playground. Yes. I'm sorry, did you say the devil's playground? Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I've never heard that phrase before. Oh, oh, just a phrase. Could you tell me more about it, please? Um, it's a phrase referring to the fact that when one is at rest, the devil works his magic on you. Oh, yes. Because one should never be at rest. One should always be working, attending their duties. Absolutely. One should never allow themselves to be the, the victim of the devil. Of course not. Point. You? Don't you agree, Mrs. Lovett? Yes. I thought so. So... You said that you're from Nova Scotia, correct? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to be 100% sure. So, um, I, I'm sorry, what did you say your favorite, your best meal was? That's very good. I see. And so, uh, 
just so I understand, which of the staff did you think is most derogatory towards yours, Riseborough Pudding? Is it Mr. Trunkel? Yes. Window Sniffer. Window Sniffer. Window sniffer. sniffer. That's right, Mr. Window Sniffer. Yes. That's right. I'm just making sure I understand that. Yes. Okay, and so one question I had. Yes. So in which room have you seen Mr. Graves potentially without his trousers? In the dining room. Oh, oh. my God. That, that's just a frightening <laughs> thing to know. Is it true? Yeah. Do you think he was waiting for you know, Mrs. Hughes? Yes. Oh my god, that's just terrible. I've heard such rumors of fact. Well, we'll get back to that. So, Miss Bennett, my question for you is Is it true what I heard that from the housekeeper, Mrs. Hughes, that Mr. Graves has the problem keeping his, his trousers on? Well, I resent that, that remark. Why are you asking me? I. I I'm sorry, I didn't mean. How should I know? I, I didn't. I'm sorry, I didn't suggest that you would know anything about taking one's clothes off. <laughs> That's right. I don't. That's right. Not a thing. Not at all. Because you know, it's not her job. Anymore. Because without one's clothes, Who's one might it? see. What's the phrase? <clears throat> Angry makers. Thank you. That's what I thought. <laughs> all right. So, sneaking suspicion that nickname refers to me. <laughs> Window sniffer. Well, <laughs> 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 I could see how it is. To be Mr. There. Graves, could you open the window, please? It seems stuffy in here for some reason. Like, like, a, like something's foul. Uh, no, that's a household duty, I do believe, sir. Oh, I see. That's true. Uh, Mr. Don't you want his greasy fingers touching the windowsills? Actually, that's a very Much good less point. Pains. Mr. Graves doesn't look like he has any oil on him whatsoever. You are a very tidy chauffeur. How do you do that in the presence of so many, you know, automobiles? Very carefully. <laughs> As the only person in there. Alone. Very well. Making conversation. So, Mr. Yes? Okay, so, one more question. So, I understand that Lord Blackwood has occasionally been seen wearing very provocative clothing. So, I wanted to understand, because you're the one who puts his outfits together, what prompted you to put those colors together? Well, the Lord has eclectic tastes. I merely try to provide things that stimulate him in everyday life. Really? Geeking Sundry is available. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so actually, I think I understand a lot about these people that we're sitting with today. Unfortunately, we'll continue. So we'll talk about the actual staff, and today we're going to be talking about certain members of the household. Of course, there is Lord Blackwood, but of course Lord Blackwood is on safari currently, so he's not in the household. But his charming wife is Lady Daffodil, and unfortunately Lady Daffodil has caught a terrible disease lately. She is afflicted 
with a love of the theater. <laughs> and unfortunately, she has decided to bring in a theatrical troupe into the household. Because yes, this is a terrible tale of the perilous play. In case you were wondering, Lady Blackwood has brought in the Perfervid... Perfervid? Perfervid? Yes. Thank you. I want to make sure I got it right. To make a week-long residency at the hall under the stipulation that they produce a thrilling production in which she is to take up a starring role. And she insists that all of the members of the, the cast are treated as personal guests of the household, meaning all of you have the additional responsibilities in the household. Is that quite necessary, lady? Oh, well, let's ask Miss Lady Blackwood, of course. So wouldn't they be more comfortable in an additional servant's quarters or perhaps the barn? Ah, Trunkalot, you know, of course, the barn burned down last year at the Cotillion. I, I swear my husband's going to just make everything explode sometimes. But it was quite pretty, wasn't it? It was. It was the prettiest blue I've ever seen burn. Was quite a strange color indeed, lady. So I want you to make sure that the that the cast is having a wonderful time, you know, while they're staying with us. I want to make sure. Do, do I look all right? You look quite lovely, milady. Where, where as is always. Where is this Bennett? Where, where is she? Oh, right, I am milady. Oh, Miss Lady of Service. Uh, Bennett, do you think this? Do you think this is a a nice outfit? Or do you think this is a dramatic outfit? I think you look quite nice, milady. Oh, I want it to look dramatic. Oh, well, I, I can go and see. No, what no, no, no! I'll just have to suffer. Perhaps a bow of magenta or some other modern colour. Yes, magenta. That would be lovely. I do believe that. Well, no, I wouldn't possibly want to be bothered. How can I help the lady? No, 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 I don't want to be in trouble at all. No trouble at all. Lady, Miss Bennett's job is to deal with your troubles. Oh, but... You can't be troubled to your own maid. Yes, I do believe that perhaps... Perhaps today should be based off magenta. What an excellent idea, Trunkle. So today I want it, Trunkle. Yes, I think it would be lovely if we could have magenta everywhere. In fact, today's luncheon should be magenta. Oh. Um, Go speak to Miss Lovett immediately. That would be fantastic. And, oh, um... I want to make certain that my son, Rubric, will not be getting into any trouble here. So where is that Mr. Cheech? I know that Lou Blackwood's not here, so he must have nothing to do whatsoever. Likely he does not. He seldom seems to. I shall assign him to Rubric immediately. You are absolutely satisfactory. I dare say you're almost... You're almost mediocre. It is lovely how you do things there. When you're in the room, it's barely like you're here at home. Please, milady, there's no need to be effervescent in your presence. So, I want to make sure that Rubric is kept absolutely busy 
and I want everything to be mentioned to today. Even perhaps even even my daughter Bagatha, perhaps. Lady Bagatha should be there if she must. So I'm going to go put on my magenta outfit. Right, I'll, I'll see what we have then. Oh, but no, I want it to be both magenta and off magenta. Naturally, my lady. Of course, otherwise it would be unnatural. Quite so. Yes. Hmm. You'll excuse me, my lady, I shall direct the stuff. Excellent. So, what are you doing, uh, Mrs. Hughes? <laughs> Well, if we are to have a magenta time tonight, I suppose I will arrange for some flowers to be delivered. I need graves to go into town and pick them up. I would agree. So where is Mr. Graves at this time? One leg in, one leg out. (laughs) (laughs) Lounging about uh, in the domains of my castle, the garage. Very well. So, are you going to go speak with Mister? Yes. Okay. So, as you were in the domains of your castle acting as the master of your domain. You feel a cool chill enter the garage, as if the whole room... (laughs) (laughs) I thought I sensed your presence. No, I'm quiet. So... You've probably already heard, but the lady requests a magenta evening tonight. So, I would like you to go into town and pick up several large bouquets of magenta-hued flowers. It's good to want. (laughs) (laughs) Do we need... Well, the options at this point are you go get flowers and then someone else gets to arrange them. Or you go get paint and then you get to do everything yourself. She is directing the staff, by the way, which is a basic move. So what you're going to do is that if you flip over your character sheet, you'll see what the basic move is. Mm -hmm. All right, and specifically, you roll plus etiquette. And because of my move, I have stern taskmistress, which uh, when I'm directing staff, I roll with something extra. Okay. So specifically what rolling with something extra is, is that even though that most situations are rolling 2D6, you roll 3D6 and choose the best of two. So, okay. <laughs> oh, plus, oh, wait. Oh, we're all plus etiquette, that's right. My etiquette is one. So, oh, 13. 
So. Sorry, we're kibitzing. Because <laughs> we'd rather be somewhere else. <laughs> All right, so, specifically, you are being directed. If you choose not to do it, you will lose prestige. And if you lose all your prestige, you may get dismissed from the house and have to get a real job. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see, I'd love to go into town and to get your magenta flowers. But the vehicles aren't running currently. Well... Of course they're not. You put the key in, and then you turn it. I've been told that's how this works. <laughs> Is that how it's done? Yes. Can you show me? Just so I understand, what are you doing? Is this turn it? Bennett. Whatever. <laughs> I'm upstairs trying to look for anything magenta okay. to put on our ladyship. <laughs> All right. So, what are you doing? Uh, I'm, I'm uh, taunting, <clears throat> hoping that Miss um, Hughes would actually show me how to start the car, or perhaps I understand. Why would you know how to start the vehicle? don't necessarily want to start the vehicle. I'm content not touching the vehicle. No, you can get in it, see what would happen. Get what in No, 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 no. It's perfectly fine. No. Go no, no. Uh, I don't need to be in the vehicle. No. The vehicles are perfectly fine without me in them. Oh, no. It would be fine. Nope. Just that vehicle there. Nope. Sure. The vehicles have sat there quietly all along. They can sit there quietly longer without me. That's fine. I don't want to. (laughs) I don't need to. So, Mrs. Hughes, for whatever reason, Mr. Graves is sitting there going, Nope. I don't want to. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. While staring at the Dusen, the, the Dusen bird. Mm-hmm. Nope, nope, nope. It looks like he's perspiring. A very un-English thing to do. <laughs> Are you feeling quite well, Mr. Graves? You look rather moist. <laughs> Pants are on, yes. Um, <laughs> you're right, I'm not feeling well. Uh, beg your pardon, excuse me, must go now. So he. <laughs> so. She's giving you a direct order to do this. Okay. So, what are you going to do? Um, refuse the order because I have to leave. I'm not feeling well. <clears throat> okay, so you realize by doing that you will lose the prestige and you will be dangerously close to being dismissed. Um, yeah, yes. Or, potentially, 
you could run to <laughs> to, the, to the village. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm a capable man. You are. Uh, I'm certain I could make it to the village and back in good time. <laughs> Sounds absolutely <laughs> logical. <laughs> I drive a car. There's walk. All right. So, Mr. Treach, what are you doing? I'm in his lordship's closet. <laughs> Where else would I be? That's where my primary duties are. No one's given me any other direction. So I await his return. This is Edwardian England. It's not uncommon for English staff to be in the closet. <laughs> what? Anyway, so... I believe, Mr. Tre- uh, Mr. Trunkle, you were going to be... Yes, I am searching high and low for Edward, Mr. Treach. Mm-hmm. I suppose I should check his lordship's chambers. You should. I'm not hiding. Mr. Treach. <laughs> He's just... Oh, yes, sir. Mr. Treach. Yes, sir. What are you doing in his lordship's closet? I await his lordship's return and need for clothing. <laughs> it should be quite some time. How do I know his lordship will ask to return and change his clothes from travel? Well, I should not know, but perhaps you'll consider something a little more sedate the next time you do make these choices. His lordship has been looking rather risque lately, hasn't he? No, not at all. It's a new decade. And he requests these fineries that you put him in? Of course. Look at this closet. Yes. And it's not at all organized. (laughs) (laughs) At all. (laughs) It's just, it, yeah. I would like to, I am scanning this room to see if everything is in place. Oh, well, that'll be a funny thing. (laughs) I, I believe... I uh, roll with something extra when verifying everything in its place. Yes, you do. So I roll three and take the best two. That'd be at nine. And then do I add my uh, etiquette? etiquette. Um, uh, Zero. So nine total. Okay. So your question is... Uh, My question is... um, uh, I know most of these. Um, oh, I doubt you do. Something out of place in this room, clearly. Something been added or... Um, has there been a trouble in this room? Well, that's a very funny question. I didn't find it humorous at all. Because <laughs> what you see is spread across uh, the the, uh, the closet, or particularly the wardrobe, is... Books of what's called method acting that looks like it came from Lady Blackwood. They look like these actual books were part of the library downstairs, but these are books you've never personally read. Mm -hmm. And the clock chimes. (laughs) Because time's passing. Yes. Getting closer. Was there something else 
Mr. Trunkle? Yes, Mr. Treat, you're the next day. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's just time's passing. Oh. Uh, second by second. Yes. Hour by hour. Of course it is. That's <laughs> what time does. It <laughs> marches on towards... It's an inevitable conclusion. That's completely unnecessary to be concerned about. Right. <laughs> it's quite all right. Mr. Treach, <coughs> if you'll see to young Rupert. <coughs> oh, really? Yes. Do you do you need a, a drink of tea or something, sir? No, quite fine. <coughs> oh. See to Mr. Rupert as we have to host this theatrical troupe. <coughs> oh, I, I was hoping I would be able to enjoy the performance. Uh, I don't think any of us are going to enjoy the performance. It's a theatrical oh. troupe. I shall depart to find young Master Rupert. Yes, do so. <clears throat> if you'll excuse me, I'll see about a raspberry pudding. <laughs> yes. <laughs> young Rupert, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mr. Treach. I'm so glad to find you here. Mr. Trunkle and I were just talking about getting to enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Would you like to accompany me downstairs? Okay. Does that serve you, Mr. Trunkle? It does indeed go about your good business. Come, young master. Go with Edward, Master Rupert. (laughs) <laughs> well, you have your work cut out for you, Yankee Doodle. <laughs> <laughs> and the front doorbell rings. Ooh. I suppose that's me. <laughs> Just to make sure, by the way, um, yeah. is everything okay now in the, in the kitchen? Yes. Just checking. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what are you making? Raspberry pudding. Just making sure. Thank you. <laughs> it is magenta at all. It yes. is. <laughs> Almost like he planned <laughs> I actually didn't. <laughs> all right. But when I realized it, it made me giggle. All right. So. All right. So, yes. Yes, I open the doors. And as you open up, a gentleman wearing a cape and a velvet uh, smoking jacket bursts into the room and says, Stand back! I'm about to enter. You have entered, sir. Thank you! (laughs) Let me do that again. It was quite sufficient the first time, but... Creek? Stand back! (laughs) Yes. I have entered. Mrs. Hughes! (laughs) Yes. Believe your services are required. Please. I am Sir Courtland Pennyroyal. Of course. 
Of course, <laughs> Mr. Penny Royal. I am here be- on the request of Miss Blackwood. Lady Blackwood. Yes. Line! Lady Blackwood. <laughs> yes, sir. I would like you to get my things. They are in the, uh, the handsome cab outside. I believe he needs some sort of payment. I'm sure you'll take care of that. Where is my room? I must prepare. We oh. shall see to your needs, sir, Mrs. Hughes. Oh, dear I, God. <laughs> I will take you to your room, sir. Yes, this way, please. I do believe the rest of my group are available in the handsome cab. Mm. I to come in. Do they require a cue, sir? No, I believe they can c- come in one by one in line. <laughs> Very well, sir. I shall fetch them, Mrs. Hughes. Thank you, Mr. Trump. And please pay no attention to Ophelia. She is simply over dramatic. I assure you I have no intention of paying any attention at all beyond what is required. Do not encourage her. She will expect... Applause, I said. Thank you. It was nothing. Thank you. I am a trained thespian. Yes. I have heard such. Now, where are you? Uh, I'm waiting at the foot of the stairs to see... Uh, to slowly sort of ooze up the stairs and see him do his room. As you do. <laughs> Treat. I've taken the young master mm-hmm. down to the kitchen. For a snack. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. He gets hungry at this hour. Yes. <laughs> Especially after being taken. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, how young is Master Rupert? Mrs. Lovett. Let's drinking problem. Lord, that was just like condensation. Just like a gallon of water. Just it's really quite inappropriate. Dare I say, moist. <laughs> Perhaps Mr. Graves loaned you a pair of pants. <laughs> He doesn't seem to be using them. <laughs> Very well. So, Mrs. Lovett, yes. Mr. Treach comes down with young Rupert. Rupert, of course, is a sprightly fellow of six foot eleven inches, <laughs> and approximately three hundred and twenty-five pounds. Oh. <laughs> Yes. And still growing. <laughs> Good. 
Mrs. Lovett. Yes. I believe that young Master Rupert is needing a snack. Mr. Jungle wants me to learn how to do things. Yes. Do you like Mr. Trunkle? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Is that raspberry pudding? Yes. Where did you learn where to make raspberry pudding? In Nova Scotia, Canada. I like raspberry pudding. I'm very glad, sir. Did somebody show up at the house? I yes. don't believe so. Yes. Someone has? Yes. Oh. But well, we should finish your snack before we concern ourselves with the duties of the front door. Yes. Get him his fork and the cork. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're very nice, Mrs. Lovett. Thank you. <laughs> now, meanwhile... <laughs> so, Mr. Graves, you've gotten into the local village by now. <laughs> mm -hmm. And there, of course, is a, a, a flower girl there, a peddler. You want something? You want some posies? <laughs> no. Why are you breathing all dirty? <laughs> are you some sort of matcher? <laughs> you look quite, quite moist. Have you been running? <laughs> No, dear. Looking for some flowers. Oh, is that what they call it these days? I'm a good girl. You ask anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Not looking for a little. Stop breathing on me like that. This room. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Which name? Dear <laughs> guy, what was the color again? Magenta. Magenta. Thank you. What magenta flowers do you have? Ooh, you must be one of them fancy types. I can tell by your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> you know how I know that? Because you're not covered in shape. <laughs> well, that would make me king. <laughs> oh, he's king, is he? <laughs> I'm, I'm King Running Man. I want some magenta flowers, don't I? Yes, yes I do. <laughs> All right, let me look through it. She's looking through her basket. What you need these for anyway? <clears throat> for an event at the manor. Oh, you live up there. And the thunder. <laughs> <laughs> Which is odd considering it's the middle of the day. <laughs> but there's thunder and lightning, of yeah. course. Oh, that play, nothing right that happens up there, you know. Nothing's right. Well, 
Well, I do have, I do have these begonias. Five and six. I'll take two. So that's ten and twelve. <laughs> that's bad. That is. That's Extraordinary. Build them to the master. Um, whatever his name is. <coughs> Mr. Blackwood? Um, yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, and would you, would you do this for me? Would you please give one of these little white flowers to, to poor little, little Bagatha? Now oh, that girl, she's, she's so, she's so troubled. Uh, Miss Bagatha? She last I heard, she just wasn't feeling good at all. She felt so, uh, she, she feels fine, I'm sure. <laughs> last I saw her, she was actually in the, in the local cemetery, you know. <coughs> last time I saw her, she was walking around. How could she be in a cemetery? Not now, you dicks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like a few nights ago, she was out there just draping about. You know, she she's one of them upper class women, so she drapes wherever she likes. <laughs> I understand. You have one of them draping couches, don't you? Just drape, drape, drape everywhere. Don't crush the flower. What are you? Some sort of punks? <laughs> No, my dear, I'm certainly not a ponce, I'm a chauffeur. Oh. Why are you running? Fifteen of the hours. Because the car is. That's not logics, you know! <laughs> I know me maths and me logics! I'm smart, I'm a prodigy! <laughs> I plan to get. Up in the world, I'm not just going to be a flower girl all my life. I'm actually going to make something of myself. I've got my eye on a young fella, I do. He's a chimney sweep. He's <laughs> <laughs> got his own brush. I was going to break into song, but you beat me Why are you running? Because the car is not. Well, that makes logical sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's your prize. Be sure to give that to poor Miss Baggins. I just worry about her. Someday she's just going to drape on the wrong fella. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or tombstone, evidently. Be very careful, my uh, governor. There's drapists everywhere. Indeed, <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of drapists everywhere. I know in the cemetery, you know, she's you know, all draping all over those statues. She's a young girl, you know. Which statues were she? was she draping on? I, one of the Blackwood family. She was all over there in the cemetery doing a, a young girl in a statutory drapes. 
There's a lot of draping going on. It is. It is a good death throw. This is terrible. It's no funny. <laughs> no laughing matter there. <clears throat> Where off you go? You're going to fall away to run. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to head back to the manor. Don't you get push them flowers. If I heard you push that flower, I'm going to come back to you. Oh, my, oh, my name is Eli- Eliza Dumach. <laughs> Eliza. This miss too much to you. <coughs> miss but for another, much. for another pound, I could be Eliza. Oh. <laughs> um, do that to the manor too. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. I don't like crushed flowers, but a broken flower is a so meanwhile, <laughs> so meanwhile, so meanwhile, I really could have done that voice from the phone. <laughs> and that's not right. So, so Miss Bennett, you yes. found the the magenta frock, I believe. Correct? Well, I mean, the missus didn't have anything, obviously, because why would anybody have anything in magenta? So I did find some curtains, and I hastily stitched together a sort of drapey toga thing. That's right. Yes. So you have served the house, so why don't we roll some dice on this? Hooray! We do move! <laughs> <laughs> do we this know? isn't just improv theater for people who have day jobs. <laughs> Wait, it's not. Go! <laughs> roll... No! Okay. <laughs> I rolled a nine, but I have a minus one on my fortitude. Okay, so it's in so twelve. Yeah. That's oh, that's good. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> oh, I'm going to introduce another character. Man. <laughs> so uh, when you're walking out of out of, from upstairs into the upstairs, uh, from the, I'm sorry, from downstairs to the upstairs uh, dressing room of, of where Lady Blackwood is, you see an extremely uh, good-looking fellow with his hair slicked completely back. He's wearing an ascot, and he's standing there, and he's been watching you. Hello. Perhaps I interrupt you. I didn't mean to. My my name is Prentice, Prentice Penery Kensington, and you are... Oh, I'm Miss Bennett. Miss... I'm her ladyship's lady's maid. Oh, you're... That's... that's I would never have guessed if you were just a maid. You seem so... delicate. I'm Thank part, you, sir. I, I'm part of... Uh, the, the perfect players, you know. I, I, I perform. That's quite a difficult one to Sir say Penny. now, isn't it? Of course. So <laughs> Penny, I am part of Miss, uh, Sir Penny Royal's perfect, perfect. I'm part of the acting. It's easy for you to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome. I'm Have you ever considered a life on stage? Yeah. Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Not again. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nothing. Nothing. No. No. I have not. It's. It's not. It's not suitable. But you are have such a lovely shape. What? Thank Would it be too forward if I, if I, if I take your hand? Yes. Yes. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, uh, I apologize. I didn't see you standing there. I thought that was a cold draft coming from an open <laughs> Not at all, sir. Miss Bennett, I believe her ladyship is still unclothed. Right away, Mrs. Hughes. <laughs> unclothed. <laughs> well, I want to make sure. I'm so glad that you're here. So. <laughs> I really do not want to raise a fuss. I just want to make sure that, uh, well, I, I am a simple man, but I'm, I do have very specific dietary needs. Certainly, sir. What is it you require? I don't want to be in trouble at all. I mean, I, I realize I'm a guest here, but... No trouble at all, sir. Well, I was wondering... Are those the only pillows that you have in the, in the bedrooms? Mean specifically or in general? Well, not to raise a fuss, but you're saying that these down pillows, they're. Is that all that you have? I mean, I believe there are other pillows within the expanse of the manor. But are they all of goose feathers? No, sir. I believe we have other materials, if that would. No, no, I, I, I couldn't possibly bother you. No bother at all, sir. Well, if you have it available, mm. I'd like my pillows to be made of dried peas. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not a problem, I I'm sure that you know I can, I'll be able to find a normal sleeping pattern here, you know, on on on, on duck feather uh, things. No, sir. I'm sure we can uh, we can accommodate you, sir. Oh, one moment while I go find the peas. Excellent. I, I, as long as it's no bother. So no bother. Is Lady Blackwood often undressed in the household? For approximately five to thirty minutes a day, I suppose. You would not know what five to thirty minutes does. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. That would be the purview of Miss Bennet, as she is her lady's maid. Of course. I as a member of Penny Royal's Perfected Players, I wouldn't want to go beyond my purview. Of course not, sir. Now, you will excuse me, I will attend to the pee Then she sort of oozes back into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I like oozing as a mode of remedy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Quite uneasy, dogs. Mr. Tunkle, what are you up to? Yes. Uh, I believe you're with uh, Sir Corklin, I believe. Sir the, lead, the lead actor. Oh, Penny Royal. Yes. Yes. He knows. Because I believe the handsome cab was out there. Still waiting. Still waiting? <laughs> the horse is. Shouldn't the chauffeur <laughs> taking care of this by now? That's it a very great. good question. Where is the chauffeur? Seem to find anyone. It's not anywhere in the household. Cut to the road leading up and just. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm English. Little little purple petals flying as he goes in the air. Um, Yes, I'll uh, 
go out to the cab and pay the bill. Oh yeah, so they took this all the way from from Chelsea. You must be joking. Yeah, they did. That's what they did. They took a cab there, and the and the cabbie is like. Yes. What is your fare, sir? Uh, eight pounds, twelve quid. Eight pounds, pounds twelve pence. Like eight pounds, twelve pence. They made us have to go back and forth because that one, that one, uh, you know, tough fella, um, you know, penny, you know, penny whistle. <laughs> Penny Royal, whatever. He just wanted us to keep coming back because he didn't like my approach. So we had to come back and forth like three or four times. I see multiple entrances. Yeah, he he's a bit of a one, isn't he? Isn't he? Yes. Well, I suppose we shall pay this bill. Your hackney fare of eight pounds twelve pence may be drawn upon the exchequer of Lord Blackwood. Um, see the. <laughs> oh, I oh, there is a hat. It's a carriage hat right there. <laughs> what's what's a game without hats? <laughs> yes. Thank you very much, Phil. See the banker in town, and he shall withdraw the funds for your fare. Yeah. Begging your pardon, sir. I don't mean to be causing any problems, but you're not going to let them be in your your household for very long, would you? It is not my household, except in the sense that I run it. However, they will be here so long as Lady Blackwood is pleased by them, which I imagine will probably be tomorrow morning. Well, I don't mean to be causing no trouble, but have you ever heard of some 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 play? Some play? Yes. A perilous play, I'm sure. Sir, there is a raspberry pudding being served with dinner. My troubles cannot be increased further. <laughs> alright, alright. <laughs> Keep your waistcoat on, that's fine. <laughs> if you have some information to part No, 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 just the perfid players. The penny royals. Perfidy? Perfidy. Mm. Perfidy. All I'm saying is, I've heard, you know, my mother, she was a religious one, you know? Church of England and all that. Yes. <laughs> well... She once said a few things about. Well, <coughs> have you ever heard of a play called The Monarch in Marigold? And the lightning goes off. <laughs> <laughs> I assure you, sir, I am an upright citizen and hardly bother myself with theatricals. Well, I didn't mean nothing by that, my lord. All I'm saying is that me mother said that, and I heard him talk about that at least two or three times. Well, he wasn't really talking to anybody. He was just talking. Well, I think he may have been giving what they call one of their monologues. A monologue, sir? <laughs> yes, but it was like multiple, so probably like a bylog. <laughs> 
Maybe even Only Trilog if I really was paying attention to it. Perhaps you should pay less attention <laughs> to theatrical players. Alright, alright, alright. Fair. Alright. Um, I do appreciate your warning. Boy, away, you got something on your spats. Well, and he takes off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, preposterous. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, no good comes of raspberry pudding. Speaking of raspberry pudding, let's go back to the sniffer. <laughs> All right. So, what are you doing with? Rubric at the fork. Has he completed <laughs> his raspberry pudding? It's pretty much done. <laughs> well, very good. Because there is a. He has managed to get an entire ring of raspberry pudding around the floor <laughs> and around his face. <laughs> Smeared everywhere. And maybe two or three bites of the raspberry pudding got into his mouth. His snack is and you're pretty food. sure that about four or five mouthfuls of raspberry pudding got in yours. <laughs> <laughs> and the window. And the stove. <laughs> and probably inside one of the cupboards. How he did that, who knows? Well, young Master Rupert. <laughs> Now that you've had your snack, let's go outside and pretend to, to pull the car. Pretend around. You come with me. I'll pull the car. Yes. Come, come. <laughs> so what are you doing? So we'll go out the exit to outside. So this love it. The whole kitchen is covered in raspberry pudding. On the way out, though, I say, Excellent pudding as always, Miss Lovett. Thank you. All right. This reminds me of a scene of the ah. Great War. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The splatter so pattern is particularly reminiscent. I feel so <clears throat> young. <laughs> I, I have seen a tractor. <laughs> they are quite strange things. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of strange things, there is a theater troupe in the house. Yes. The lady requires magenta food. Yes. Raspberry pudding? <laughs> yes. Yes. And also, I need a pound of peas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dried peas, if you please. Yes. I may have some stocked in the library. Okay. Yeah, so you don't even have a roll for that. <laughs> so, yeah, so Mrs. Lovett reaches in and pulls out an entire bag of dried peas out of nowhere. Because <laughs> you happen to have a move called... Hidden in the larder. That's right. <laughs> it's already in a pillowcase. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right. You, you put the peas in her hands, you can swear like a little a puff of dust comes up from her skin. <laughs> and dust came from her skin, not from the not peas. Not from the peas, no. From Mrs. Hughes. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Mrs. Hughes, Mrs. Lovett, what in the blazes has happened in here? There's raspberry everywhere. It's a magenta day, sir. <laughs> There's no need to have magenta in the cupboards, is there? Couldn't you confine your raspberries to the pudding? Stupid window sniffer. <gasps> now, now, Miss Lovett, there is no call for such language. I should speak to Lady Blackwood about your behavior if this were to continue. Yes, thank you. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps we should see about repatriating you to Nova Scotia. Perhaps you would be more comfortable in some farmland or a place of raspberry cannery. That's uncalled for again. Well, if you'll excuse me, I have a perfidid player to place peas upon. Good day. Precisely, what does that mean? <laughs> She's oozed away already. <laughs> Snail trail behind her. Yes. So, where are you off to? Uh, to the room of the Princess Fenery Kensington. Kensington. Yes, Prince Fenery Pr- Kensington. Yeah, the princess uh, of the Perfavid players. I mean, yes. Sir Prenny Royal with the yeah. pea, the pea packed pillow. pillow. Yes. Preposterous. It's <laughs> <laughs> preference. That's profound. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> So, on the way, I, I snag one of the, like, nice, like, sort of Hello Duvet covers and absolutely. slip it onto the keys so it looks, it's like... Okay. <laughs> All right. And so you're going to the hotel, or not uh, hotel, uh, to, the, to the room? Yes, to the guest room, yes. All right, and so he, he, he his back to you is currently... All right. Pardon me. <laughs> Upon no map, nor stone, nor tree, our eyes are blind, our fingers bleed. Quite. <laughs> Pralarava! Let us cast to the winds and let us tremble like broken birds that sing no songs. So, like... Pranavana! <laughs> there are no wounds that slow our haste. There is no waking from our troubled dreams. And he grabs the water vase and he pours the water on the floor. You are ours. And we are theirs. And they are them. You are too. Consider this. I very gently set the pillow down. Oh, oh, thank you. I, uh, I'm still not a hundred percent sure if I'm reading this correctly. It was written originally in Prussian <clears throat> by the Prussian playwright Sturman Drang. <laughs> that sounds quite foreign. Yes. 
But <laughs> Sir Penny Royal did prefer that we do the Prussian playwright for the perfervid players. Mm. The monarch in Marigold. And of course the thunder outside the window and everybody in the whole house hears that. <laughs> I am supposed to be playing the character of the wet person. Mm. <laughs> Say no more. Moist. <laughs> Do you know anything of the theater? Mm. No, sir. I have lived my whole life on this estate. Oh, I see. Well, we aren't really supposed to be performing this. Mm. But Sir Pennyroyal insists that we do it. Because it has never been performed in the continent before, you know. Oh. Quite unique then, sir. Yes. I, I'm not 100% sure who will be running all the lines. I don't know. Last... I wasn't expecting to do this, but I was the uh, replacement player for this particular performance. Oh, really, sir? Yes, the last one had an un- unfortunate, uh, you, know, per- you know, perforation of his pancreas. <laughs> that is quite perilous. Indeed. Precisely what I was thinking. Well, thank you very much. Oh, are those dried peas? Yes, sir. Oh, I'm sure it'll be fine. Mm, did you require... No, 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 no. It's I'm, no trouble, sir. Well, well, since you asked. <laughs> the problem with the peas and the pillow, specifically, mm. is that the peas and the pillow... Well, it is quite plush, mm-hmm. but well, I prefer them a little pummeled. Mm. So, would you prefer powdered peas in your pea pillow, sir? Perfectly precise, I believe. Mm, what? Well... I will attend to this immediately, (laughs) sir. Thank you, ma'am. By the way, is there any way that you could bring up a fire? It's very cold in this room all of a sudden. (laughs) Mm. Yes, the house does fluctuate in temperature. I shall have someone come up and stoke a Fire. Miss Bennett? Perhaps. Please. (laughs) 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 Meanwhile, the chauffeur arrives with his. (laughs) Flowers? Flowers. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, all the petals from the begonias have all been like unlined. They're really just green stems at this moment. But now there's a nice magenta path leading to the house. (laughs) A purple path. A purple path. 
and, and the one for Bagatha? Oh yeah, the white to the uh, Posey. 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 The white posy. Yes. Still intact? So, yes, the posy is perfect. Pristine. The posy is perfect and pristine. <laughs> right. <laughs> um I, I, I enter the estate, the manor, looking for Miss Hughes. You. I'm still carrying a pillow. Like, I'm, I'm carrying a pillow. For no apparent perfect. reason, she's carrying a pillow of, per, of perfectly powdered peas. They are still perfectly plump. Yeah, they are perfectly, perfectly plump. plump. A little bit pokey. It's my pillow like what's some powdered. Yeah. <laughs> I see you fetched some fetched flowers. You seem to have managed to deflower them on the way here. <laughs> you deflowered the flower girl too. <laughs> but I left a nice carpet for everybody to step upon on the way here. They know the route to the manor? And I've decorated the grounds. <laughs> That is surprisingly useful. <laughs> Thank you. I, I do enjoy giving service. I'm sure you do. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Ms. Bagatha about? <sighs> the last time I saw her, she was in the back statuary garden just sort of laying there. <laughs> was she draping about? <laughs> well, I'm not one to use such language, but I would not say that she was not draping. Excellent. Tell her to put a coat on. <laughs> Girl's going to catch her death laying on marble in the English countryside. Perhaps Miss Bennett could fetch a coat for her, and I could drape it upon her. If you must. I mean, I could be her draper. <laughs> I'm sure that's none of my business. But I must speak to Mrs. to Miss Bennett anyway, so I will have her come out if you will meet her in the statuary garden with Lady Bathitha. Happily. Okay. <laughs> I have a single flower at this point. Okay. So you go into the back statuary in the, in the courtyard, which, despite the heavy, heavy rain, is still very dry. <laughs> None of the water is hitting the bushes and shrubs. <laughs> or you have a very bad gardener. And nobody has the uh, courage to tell Mr. Crotchwage that <laughs> they want about any problem with the garden. Although, you could try. So, you can see that she's laying on a marble stone. <laughs> Looks like she's been draped a few times. <laughs> 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 Miss Bagatha. <laughs> <laughs> it is reprinted as Let us not forget. <laughs> um, 
had been asked by the flower lady in town to bestow this posy upon you. That's very nice of you. Thank you. <laughs> With a voice like that, who would want a draper? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Is that a white posy? It's a white posy. Possibly the only posy one could give to you, I suppose. Graves, I just don't know. I'm only... I've only had someone hold my hand. Never been chosen in any of the cotillions or balls. Graves, am I going to be an old maid? <laughs> Tell me I'm pretty. <laughs> Miss <laughs> Magatha, possibly the prettiest daughter that the house And she has. falls back into your arms, ready for you to catch her. Um. <laughs> is, I don't the question know is, Bagatha, is Bagatha Rupert-sized, or...? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good question. I might have to sidestep. <laughs> Just for safety. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I suppose I should be serving the household by... Catching her? Catching her. Now, specifically, Bagatha has a very interesting move called Distressing Damsel. And distressing damsel means that when people do anything to involving her, it will be a, at a negative one penalty. Ah. <laughs> so please roll your dice with a negative one penalty involving Agatha. <laughs> so just two dice, straight up. Mm-hmm. And that would be nine minus one. Um, and that's forty-two. Fortitude is two. Okay, so it's a ten. So you catch her. Ah. Um. Here we go. Oh no! Oh yeah! Ready? Your hands are so delicate. It's like feeling. Hey, petals draped against my skin. <laughs> right. <laughs> petals against your skin. Your skin's like the fine English leather of the front seat. Do you really think so? <laughs> I would hate for me to, to never know the touch of a man's heart. Don't touch mine. <laughs> Dave. Don't. Can I use a cruel move at any moment? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> because I think a presentation of a posy yeah. seals the curse. And, um, Ooh. and uh, 
I'm going to use my cruel move, a heightened tension. I have the option of shifting all family members up one level in their troubles. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but I think it's going to be fun. <laughs> all right. <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> Practical kernels. So specifically, everyone in the household, the members of the, the family have what's known as a trouble, which grows in intensity when they have more problems. So specifically... Everyone in the household, including the cast, mm-hmm. now has a thing that has gotten a little bit stranger mm-hmm. in the household. <laughs> Luckily, that's not going to cause any problems. <laughs> so it's going to be fine. <laughs> I understand that there's thespians in the household graves. <laughs> This is true, madame. They seem to be harmless, but perhaps... I would love to be part of the theater. We should inquire for you. Tell me, Graves, do you think like a girl with like me would have any success in being a thespian? With a voice like yours, absolutely. <laughs> it's so nice to feel a man's heart. <laughs> Every time that's alarming. That <laughs> <laughs> kind of takes the breath out of you, doesn't it? <laughs> I I'm going to go watch them now. You should talk to Mr. Pennyworth. Penny Royal. Might be worth a penny or two. Mr. Pennyworth, I'd be happy to talk to him. Maybe he'll let me be part of the show. Perhaps you could touch his heart. Does he have a heart on? I believe he was wearing pants, madame. (laughs) I don't understand. I'm just a young, sprightly girl of seven and ten. (laughs) Are you all right, Mr. Graves? You seem to be a little bit perspiring. (laughs) Yes, a long walk, followed by catching something heavy, like a cold or the lady of the house. Um. <clears throat> yes, I must move on now. Um, happy hunting for Mr. Teddy Royal's heart. I'll go straight for it. <laughs> Thank you, Graves. You're a lady's best friend. Ah, there she goes. <laughs> okay, so what are you doing? Uh, um, hiding, running, hiding. Okay. <laughs> yes. Uh. All of these things. All right. We'll, we'll actually change the scene for a moment to you know, oh. <laughs> actually have other players involved. <laughs> so, Mr. Treach, what are you up to? I am <clears throat> sitting upon the hood of one of the vehicles. Oh, the Duesenberg? I'm sorry, Duesenberg or, yes. or the Bentley? The Duesenberg, I think. Okay. Technically, it's all the same to you. 
Alright. Uh, sitting on top of the Duesenberg. As as young Master Ruprecht has his daily pull. <laughs> I thought he was pushing. No. No. He's pulling. He's pulling the car. I, I, we've, I've rigged him a little harness. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Oh. Pulling the car. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Please, please take your mind out of I want to help build the scenery. Do you now? <laughs> but we know what we told you about woodworking. No hammers. <laughs> <laughs> but perhaps, perhaps uh, they're in need of uh, uh, help with some paint. Could I have a saw? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm happy to provide you with a sponge brush. What and can a I cut with a bucket. sponge brush? Uh, the paint. What color's the paint? Well, they'll need all the colors, I'm sure. Red. Indeed. I believe, in fact, your mother, the lady, has asked for many things to be magenta today. <laughs> I'm sure you could help out in your own way. <laughs> all right, I'll paint it all. That's wonderful. Now, what colors magenta? I'm. It's almost red, but a little purple. Red. Now, remember, three more laps and then back to the garage. Okay. <laughs> Miss Bennett? Yes. What are you doing? I am upstairs trying to persuade her ladyship to put on some clothes. <laughs> <laughs> My dear. Oh, please. <laughs> My lady. Props. <laughs> I just don't know. It's naked time is over for today. It's time to get dressed. But I, I just, I keep thinking that perhaps I should do this like the Greek goddesses. Even they wore a little something, milady. This is a little something? Well, okay, yes. Perhaps we can cover you a bit lower down. <laughs> You've got me there, milady. <laughs> Shown this lovely magenta toga, but I can't see. Well, okay, uh, lower, lower, lower. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, it, it's very drapey, like you like it. It's very dramatic. Oh, it's Bagatha here. Oh, my goodness. I believe so. Where else would she be? You, you mentioned draping and dramatic. Well, you also like draping, let's admit it. But I'm a grown woman. <laughs> I drape. You drape so elegantly, me lady. I do more. Why don't we try to do it with some clothes on? Please. <laughs> so you're trying to guide their direction. Yes. Specifically. So you're rolling. The, again, folks, a move. Hey, you. <laughs> okay, roll plus persuasion. My persuasion is plus one. So, I have rolled an eight. Excellent. So, you are trying to guide her direction. All right. So... So, your suggestion will find it. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, I get to pick what... Yep. So, Bennett, I have a question. Yes, my lady. Do you ever know just what it means to be free and unclothed? 
Well, I imagine it's very nice. Not that I would know, but it seems quite freeing. My dear, you're perspiring. Am I? Why, you even look like you're glistening. Are you all right? Oh, you should not glisten. No, it's quite. It's, you're, you're quite right, lady. I should not. Are you ill? Have you eaten something improper? Oh, uh, yes, I think so. A touch of the raspberry pudding. <laughs> I should think that it would be a lovely thing to spend so much time unclothed. Well, let me tell you. Uh, oh, yes, I, I can only imagine that it's lovely. What? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I would, I would know myself. But it seems like... Are you like, hot? You seem quite... I am quite hot, my lady. I'm sorry. It, it is warm. Well, we should cool you down. Miss Hughes! <laughs> and the room gets colder. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's much better. And Lady Blackwood is sitting there with the... With the uh, toga, sort of honor. I did my best. <laughs> <laughs> you look quite dramatic. Thank you. <laughs> you see that it, it is so freeing to be in ones all together. Look at my ankle. <laughs> Isn't that gorgeous? It. it as my professional opinion is yes. <laughs> Quite tantalizing, Millie. I do believe I should have somebody assist me in my lines. I was actually speaking uh, to uh, uh, not Sir Pennyroyal, hmm. and he, he shouts quite a bit, doesn't he? He's loud. He actually wants me to do the part of Clinomia. You know who can help me with my lines? Mr. Treach. <laughs> Out the window, the car is going by. <laughs> I believe Mr. Treach is currently getting uh, Rupert his daily exercise. I did see the dozen bug go by. <laughs> Would you wish me to... Mr. Truckle instead. Mr. Truckle has been good at such things. He is quite... Yes. I should probably put on some... My dressing gown. Oh, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) What color is my dressing gown? Well, I'm sorry to say it's not magenta, which I know. Oh, I can't put that on it. No. Well, but, but oh, the lady, okay, it has magenta flowers on it. So that simply will not do. That will not do. <laughs> I do not know what I'm going to put on. Please, my lady, anything, anything you like. <sighs> this is quite nice. <laughs> yes, isn't it? <laughs> Do you not know the, the freeness of having a cold breeze upon one? Now, why would I know that, <laughs> my lady? 
Oh dear, you seem to be turning pink again. Uh, it's magenta. <laughs> it's the theme of the day. <laughs> mm. You're so clever. Isn't she clever? Quiet. If I may suggest a piece of attire. One moment. And Okay. And uh, uh, Mrs. Hughes is going to uh, venture into uh, Lord Blackwood's closet to find something magenta for her ladyship. <laughs> okay, so when you excellent notion. When you open up the closet, it looks like a disaster inside. It looks like all the clothes are both put in different directions. Some of the worst color combinations you've ever seen. Mm. So obviously, there's magenta in there. Uh, <laughs> um. Okay, so I'm going to ignore the strange. Another move very appropriate for this time. (laughs) And I'm going to reach in and pull out a piece of magenta clothing. At this point, I don't care if it's pants. Just something vaguely purple-red that the lady can wear. (laughs) The lady may wear pants. Well, I'm not, not going to put them on her bottom half, obviously. <laughs> obviously. What was I thinking? <laughs> that would be improper. We can drape it about her top like a shawl. Excellent. Oh, wait, no. I get to push my composure. Yep. So that's an eight. Okay. Eight. <laughs> like Okay. <laughs> Sorry. So, Richard, I'm looking for anything magenta. <laughs> okay. So, as you're in the closet, you hear the bedroom door open mm-hmm. while you're tucked away, and you hear, you know, somebody coming in, and then you hear the armoire window or or lid opening up. Mm-hmm. You do not know you're there. Mm-hmm. What do you do? I'm apparently I've oozed myself into the closet, so I will very so I will very quietly, as is my want, poke my head out. And you see Sir Quint Pennyroyal going through the Lord Blackwood's armoire, looking at the cufflinks and the other uh, jewelry, and finally, upon finding some of the cufflinks, puts them in his pocket and then closes the armoire and starts slowly slinking out of the bed. It's locked. Locked. Slinking has nothing upon my oozing. Uh, Let's look to the plot board! (laughs) (laughs) Ding! (laughs) Okay. I found something. Hey! (laughs) Okay. So I will will wait until he is slinked out and then I will will ooze back towards the lady's bedroom with whatever magenta item I have managed to grab. Fantastic. (laughs) Okay. So, meanwhile, because we do have a, a full group of people here, <laughs> what are you doing downstairs in the, in the kitchen? You're cleaning up everything, I believe. Yes. Okay, <laughs> and you're just making sure on that. So, as you're cleaning up, okay, you <laughs> you can see uh, Miss Bagatha through the window. She is taking a ladder from the garage. Where is the chauffeur, for God's sakes, at all this time? And she is putting the ladder up against the garage and slowly climbing to the top of the garage. 
as you watch this, and once she's on the roof of the garage, she kicks the ladder, and now she's up there. And then you see her slowly drape down. <laughs> oh, drape. Angry. Knickers. <laughs> Knickers. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um. Well, you can do whatever you want. So you can. So can I go get Mr. Trunkle? Absolutely. He's the only one of. I don't like him, but he's the only one of sense. Yes. <laughs> um, most likely be in my office where I oh, attend okay. to my duties. Yeah, with the, cl- with the ticking clock. He isn't quite aware of the ticking clock. As it grows later. Yes. As time slowly runs out. It's running out quite quickly, I assure you. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> and you hear me talking in, inside my office. Yeah. Yeah. To yourself. Because mm-hmm. yes. I'm not there. M- Mr. Trunkle. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. I'm just, like staring at the clock. Uh, Miss, Miss Lovett, what can I do for you? <sighs> Miss Bagatha is out on the grounds. Out on the grounds. Draped on the garage. Draped? Great, you say. Yes. Can you do me a favor and roll plus uh, fortitude, please? Seven. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There's... I... I'm going to... Please continue. I suppose... Uh, that we should attend to her. She's draped across the garage, you say? Yes. Where's the chauffeur in all of this? Nova Scotia? (laughs) Nova Scotia, you say? Yes. (laughs) Perhaps we should have a... (laughs) We should have words about your... Lack of variety in answering. I have seen a tractor. <laughs> yes, so you've mentioned before. But I don't suppose you saw a tractor on top of the garage. You saw young lady draping herself there. Yes. Well, and I don't suppose you've seen a chauffeur who is supposedly master of the garage. No, no, of course not. Because why would the chauffeur be in the garage? That's Thank as you. unlikely as the valet being in the closet. <laughs> Very well, let's attend to this draped girl across the garage. Yes. You should check the closet for the chauffeur. <laughs> because I'm the valet and I'm in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> Where exactly is the Dusenberg? It's vaguely back in the right spot. <laughs> and I'm unharnessing the young master. <laughs> so, Mr. Treach? Y- yes, I sir. S- 
I see you've given the young master his exercise. Well, you said to keep him busy, and you know he likes to work up a good lather. Have a daily pull, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Miss Lovett, if you'll show me to this draped girl. Yes, I've, I've seen a tractor. Yeah. <laughs> We don't own a tractor, I don't believe. <laughs> we only ever pull the Duesenberg or the Bentley. <laughs> Suppose we can procure a tractor. Oh, I'm afraid you'd have to talk to Mr. Crotchweight. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody wants to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Certainly not speak to Mr. Crotchweight. No. <laughs> uh, Shall speak to Lord Backwood even when he returns about giving us a tractor yes. so that Mrs. Lovett may see one. I've seen a tractor. And I hope you do so again, madam. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Young Lady Bagatha. <laughs> Lady Bagatha, please come down from the roof of the garage. I cannot. And perhaps, why can you not? Because... I am not Lady Magatha. <laughs> no, I don't see why you would be. And then sits up, and you see it's Mr... <laughs> oh, oh, Mr. Prentice Pen <laughs> Pensington. He goes... Actually, not Mr. Penn. I'm sorry, Sir Penny Royal. Sir. Okay. No, no, we'll make it Prentice. I apologize. Okay. I'm sorry. Right. Right. I, I, got <laughs> I got myself confused. It's Prentice, not Penny Royal. Of the Perfervent Players. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Prentice. He goes, Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Thank you. I see we were witnessing a performance. Yes, a performance of the Perfervent Players. Perfectly performed. <laughs> and where is she? You see her in an upstairs window. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Perhaps you will regale us later with further performances. However, mockery of the household and our lovely damsel young lady Bagatha should not be permitted by... Any royals, perfectly players in the performance of their duties. So, at that moment, <laughs> oh my! It was a good likeness, though. Wasn't you it? look over and you see instead, Lady Bagatha is up on the roof of the house, and. It just dawned on you that he's wearing her clothes. Uh-huh. Bagatha is not. <laughs> oh, this won't do. <laughs> is the lady <clears throat> uh, as God made her? <laughs> lady is how she was made. <laughs> But God may not have been involved. <laughs> I mean to say, sir, is she fresh? You could say that she is 
as fresh as she will ever be in her life. Ah, so like Stilton. I Mr. do, Graves. You have heard stories of the great P.T. Barnum in America and his tales of John Merrick. Oh. <laughs> the elephant man. And his grotesquerie of, of his physiology. You don't know why you were reminded at this moment as you look up. <laughs> that that is what comes to mind. But you realize you should not dwell on such things. Because you realize that could be a problem. Go ahead, ignore the stream. Certainly. <laughs> this is a roll plus composure. Indeed. Composure being a minus one. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. And that would be a nine. All right. Oh, okay. So, all right. That's not what you expected. Okay, so go ahead and ask your question. What in good God's name is her deformity? <laughs> well, you are no expert on insects. But you do realize that insects. Hmm? Insects. Yes. Yes, okay. <laughs> but you are aware that they have a physiology of. You know, multiple, not the. Yes. Segmented abdomen. Yes. That's yeah. Now that was a partial success. So yeah, she definitely. She looks rather Kafka-esque. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that movie. But this is a partial success. So that means it's with the cost. Would you pass that to Paul, please? <laughs> And when you look over, yeah, it's empty. <laughs> it's loose. It's mm. out there. So, as in the garage? It's not in the garage. Is the garage empty? Yes. Right. <laughs> Freedom. No. Um. I would like to guide the young lady down from the roof, please. Absolutely. Can anyone else see what's about to happen? <laughs> uh, my persuasion is zero, so that is an eight. Okay. Why don't you do your little persuasion? Lady Bagatha, you must understand that time is running short upon us, and the players shall begin their performance soon. You wouldn't want to miss it, and of course, heaven forbid, the town see you in all of your <clears throat> uh, um, glory. 
It would be nice for any man to see me. I'm sure it would, milady. But perhaps at the moment no one should. Miss Bennett, what are you doing at this moment? Am I even there? I thought I was still upstairs with the ladyship. Yep. You are. <laughs> because the reason I bring this up is that now that lady, ba- uh, her ladyship is now wearing clothes, oh. you look out the window and you can see uh, Mr. <laughs> uh, the butler and the chauffeur are standing there looking up above the house. All right. I stick my head out the window and crane it upwards to see what they're looking at. <laughs> well, ah! <laughs> what, 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 what is it? Oh, you, my lady, it's, it's Lady Bagatha. She's up on the roof and she's got no clothes on. It does run in the family, doesn't it? Oh, <laughs> oh dear, you saw her without her clothes on? Yes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, dear. I'm so sorry. I did not mean for that to happen. Oh, dear. Just breathe. That's what I say. Breathe. Do you want to drink brandy? Brandy. I won't tell anyone. I won't tell you. Just sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I didn't like looking at it the first time. I did either. It was very distressing. I was already screaming and I screamed for the time. You're so brave, my lady. You should have drowned you at birth. Oh dear, I tried. I tried until she was seven and it just wouldn't take. Oh. Just, 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 just drink, just drink the brand. <laughs> take all the time you need. Take, yes, yes. Oh there, oh there you go. Yes, go all the way down. Yes, yes, all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. I don't think we'd ever need to speak of this outside of our nightmares. I quite agree, your ladyship. I didn't see that at all. We will close the doors together and we will close the curtains and we will go find something else to do. Excellent. Come, let, let's, go, let's go see Mrs. Lafferty. I believe she's probably making something. All right. Have to go then. All right. So, upstairs, Bagatha is still... I'll come down with one condition. Of course, milady, whatever you desire. Can Mr. Graves help me come down? Yes. (laughs) Yes, he can. He will fetch the ladder immediately. And climb up to escort you down. Oh, is that what all the fuss is? I thought it was an actor on the roof. There's an actor on the other roof. She's on the house. The actor's on the garage. Oh! Keep up. Those Americans. (laughs) The actor's wearing her clothes. Miss Bagatha. Should I send young Master Rupert up to get him? No, no. Graves can do it. Oh, this is a right. staff job, and as it involves the outside of the house, that seems the purview of the chauffeur. <laughs> We're in vicinity of the garage. Therefore, she asked me to fetch her off the roof, not drive her. Nevertheless, I assure, I'm assured that... Graves! <laughs> The ladder, Mr. Graves. <laughs> right. Um, I need you, Graves. <laughs> oh, God. I'll hold the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
of what? <laughs> I need the hands of a strong man. Go ahead, Mr. Graves. <laughs> time waits for no one. <laughs> no, it doesn't. We work. are literally running out of time. <laughs> I am anyway. Um, <laughs> can I get an outsider's perspective <laughs> on what's going down? I don't think you really need to roll the dice on that one. Yeah, she's wanting attention, and she wants yours. Oh, dear. Because you're nice. Because I'm nice. I caught her. I caressed her cheek. You did? Um, okay. I will. Touch of a man she's ever had. Uh, and it's you. Uh, well, you know. Duty. Um, <laughs> I will mount the ladder. <laughs> All right, because it's now erect. <laughs> yeah, it's very erect, and yes. I am proceeding to the top. If you know what I mean. All right. So you're at the Stop. you're at the holding the bottom, Mr. Trees. Fuck your way up. Yes. Oh. Happy to do so. Okay. Hold the base, it makes the top a lot stable. More, more stable. Okay. Use both hands. <laughs> I ascend to the top and get a closer view of Miss Bagatha. Okay. And then I. <laughs> so as you get closer, you start to feel unwell. <laughs> like a roadside accident in a train. <laughs> and, and the train from backed the up <laughs> and hit them again. Remember how bad you thought it looked far away? <laughs> now with the finer details, you can see all of the clarity. Agatha. <laughs> I'm trying to find a better way of saying the word nipple. <laughs> Protrusion? Or protrusions. <laughs> How many in total? <laughs> oh. It's really the odd number that sells it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just listening in. That was a seven. <laughs> Partial success. <laughs> cool. It comes with a cock. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Graves, when you've been to London, you've occasionally seen beggars that have been victims of the Boer War. And how when they have their limbs removed, sometimes they may have part of the partial bone sticking out through the skin. You're not sure where those bones came from, from her, maybe her ribcage of some sort, but it looks, is that feathers of something or some sort of tear duct? Because it looks like something seeping from, from the line here and here. <laughs> and as you get closer, 
you feel that your hands are slightly oily from the last time <laughs> you touched Agatha and her bare skin. <laughs> and again, reminding you of London, where they call it night soil. <laughs> when before indoor plumbing started taking shape, and even now it's kind of rare, or not rare, but infrequent, where they throw the night soil out the window. And in hot August summer days of London, when the Thames backs up because the river will start to fall. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You thought the rest of us were going to hit that X card? <laughs> oh, I was going to let that train go until the end of the Like, I brought a card. Just give me a minute. You'll say, hmm. This is, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm alright. I'm going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy Jack's RPG is not endorsed by Starbucks. All right. <laughs> now, now that we've all had a little moment together, yeah. What do you do? Um, I feel like this creature needs to be put out of her misery. <laughs> sure. I think a physical altercation. Oh, really? With her possibly slipping off of the roof. That's true. You're, so you're doing your cruel move. I'm doing my cruel move. Mm. Nice. That's excellent. All right. I don't think anybody. So cruel moves are automatic. The cruel move is that all of a sudden, as he comes up. He does kind of like a body check that he learned when he, in his in his days of rugby, <laughs> <laughs> and you hear, "Thank you for rescuing rescuing me, Graves. I knew that you were the only man I could trust." <laughs> 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 a big roof. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Mr. Treach. <laughs> Graves, are you all right up there? <laughs> and then you hear... <laughs> and Lady ba- or Miss Bagatha falls on you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> And you suffer two harm. (laughs) (laughs) Not from the damage, but from the oil that seeps from her sacks. 
because it gets in your eyes, nose, mouth, tongue. Ears. Ah! <laughs> I know what you're doing. I've seen bloody worse. <laughs> Specifically, that's a move for the bat that he can say, I've seen bloody worse. <laughs> I just kind of... I pull out a handkerchief and wipe myself down. All right. Roll her off. Stand back up. Full Meanwhile, in the kitchen, Miss <laughs> Bennett... And Lady Blackwood come down to see Mrs. Mrs. Lovett. <laughs> Remember, other things are happening in the household. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Mrs. Lovett. Hello. We were wondering, do you have any sort of thing for good uh, improved digestion? Yes. <laughs> We saw the most terrible sight. <laughs> something I don't think we ever want to... Have you ever seen something so frightening in all your life? Yes. When, my dear? What have you ever seen? I've seen a tractor. Oh, my dear, yes, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think would be good for our constitution to make us feel better? Raspberry pudding. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> I think that's what caused the problem in the first place. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I really think I probably shouldn't have been drinking all that when I was pregnant. Oh, well. <laughs> the doctor, they suggested I do that. Because I know that afterwards I drank much more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, lady. I honestly thought Mrs. Hughes was going to leave us after making her have to change that poor girl over and over. <laughs> Maybe that's why Mrs. Hughes is the way she is. Perhaps I keep, I keep thinking that something dreadful happened to her. Yes. Snow. I live and die to serve the household. Oh dear. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, I'll be fine. As. Mrs. Hughes is sitting in a corner with a meat tenderizer and a pillow bag full of cookies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the librarian in Last Crusade. <laughs> and then there's a one, and then she picks up her hammer for one especially loud, thunk, and then the whole foundation just shakes when she puts that one down. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> so, Lord Pennyroyal, he says, actually remembering other characters in this entire thing. <laughs> or Lord. Lord I'm sorry, Sir Pennyroyal. Sir Pennyroyal. Comes down and says, What has happened? I still got to be tender as <laughs> Nothing, sir. In this household. <laughs> see that young woman fall from the rooftop. Lady, our problems might be solved. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yes. <laughs> Does that make me a terrible mother? No, no. I'll risk it anyway. <laughs> my dear, I don't know what you mean. 
Madam, I am a professional. And I don't care if we have two non-player characters speaking with one another <laughs> in a drawn-out conversation. Because this advances the plot. <laughs> I believe this is called a bylogue. <laughs> mm, I'm sure... You're not thinking of these, are you? No, I'm sure he wouldn't steal away. Oh, are you still there? <laughs> you I forgot guys. anyone else was in the room. <laughs> we cannot suffer these type of injuries and slights. We are professional players, professional performances. Performances? <laughs> totally alive. <laughs> Shakespeare created all sorts of words. <laughs> Are you really like Shakespeare? Do you think? The hack. <laughs> Come, we will pack our things now. No, 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 no. Oh, we'll do the play for you. I do not think you have the capability of performing my play. The monarch in Marigold Thunder. Blue <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 we can do that, we can do that. Mrs. Hughes, um, get Mr. Truckle. He, he gives the truckle, and, and you can do it as well. And then, and then we'll have someone else, and we'll, we'll perform the play for you. At once, maybe. Can I go ahead and Yeah, let's do that and see what happens on that. <laughs> We're going to heighten the tension. Yeah, that's right. So, all right. So, <laughs> so, uh... Sir Petty Royal and uh, Prentice Penny uh, Penry Kensington and the third actress Ophelia that never came up whatsoever, not appearing in this film, <laughs> are sitting there in the in the main living room, and they're all sitting up, sitting down in front, waiting. To, well, go on, let us see. Just right here, just right here. Because, yes, it's Chekhov's play. <laughs> if he says he's going to have it happen, <laughs> brings it up, it's going to be acted out. Yay! Naturally. Naturally. Uh, all right. Uh, which one of you is going to be the wet person? You seem rather moist. <laughs> <laughs> And you, and I want you to be uh, Clinomia, and then uh, you can be Magpus, and then Magpus, my lady. <laughs> and then once uh, once you're done as the wet person, uh, hand your script to uh, Mr. Tr oh no 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 Mr. Tr Mr. Shreech, would you? Oh yes, my lady. Would you be willing to read this play for us? Absolutely, my lady. Very well. So you will be the grinder. <laughs> I, I'm sure that I will be able to find my mark. <laughs> so, right. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, 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 it starts with me. 
Oh, 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 oh. The, we need flowers for the grapes. Grapes go flowers. <laughs> Is this it? That's all that's left. She takes the stops. <laughs> <coughs> and they all sit back. <laughs> Let's get on with it, Bennett. <laughs> From distance waters do we walk louder upon blessed sands, yet no gods follow such blasphemed steps. We who do follow make merry time in our final journeys to Panravana, the city that none shall find. Upon no map, nor stone, nor tree, our eyes are blind, our fingers bleed. Thunder. Panramana. Thunder again. <laughs> Cast us to the winds, and let us tremble like broken birds that sing no songs. Penravana. There are no wounds that slow our haste. There is no waking from our troubled dreams. Oh, it's on me. Ah, I'm wet now. You are ours, and we are theirs, and they are them, and you are too. Consider this. <laughs> Wet person leaves. Curtains open. So, Mrs. Hughes is lighting the candles and hasn't seemed to notice that her thumb is on fire. (laughs) You all smell something cooking. Raspberry pudding? <laughs> More like gotcha. bacon, bacon. <laughs> I haven't smelled meat in bacon. Bacon that's had a hard, terrible <laughs> life. Pigs <laughs> that have been cruelly brought upon this earth and snuffs out. <laughs> Mrs. Hughes, angry thumb. bacon. Oh. It is dark now. Yes, there is no light. For all my days I have served in Quad, hand and foot upon royal blood. Once in younger days I did dream of lily fields and majestic skies. And as she reads this, the room seems to get deathly still. Not even winds are hearing anymore. The room seems to be getting a little bit darker. And all the lights now is just focusing on the candles that Mrs. Hughes has lit. Quicksilver upon the belly of my life. Never to be seen once more. And yet, I do remain humble and steadfast as my bones grow tired and my sinews ache. You talk too much. 
Ale tak se jde line. <laughs> There now, old cock. I punctuate my words with a fist and a blow. I strike upon me, if you will. I serve my master and sue so in my intent. If we do not prepare for his ascent, thy strike shall be like gentle kisses from a newborn's lips in comparison to his mighty wrath. I forgive forgive your impudence, wretch, but only for the lateness of the hour. And there seems to be a shadow forming in the back. (laughs) (laughs) To prepare for our lord and master in solitude is not my liking. We await the monarch. Be fouled in majestic trappings. Be jeweled in wretched splendor. And the room grows very, very dark, and the air is still as those candles continue to flicker, and the dark shadow of a large figure in the back seems to be forming. With sugar spun mackle mucks <laughs> and wine stained beastielings, but soft. Do you hear the melody that grows closer in approach, unnatural and yet familiar in its refrain? Its remembrance haunts my unfocused thoughts. Somewhere in the house you hear echoing of an an organ playing. (laughs) Somewhere in very faint somewhere else. Are the rats into the organ again? I don't know. It seems as though. Like like the fragments of a lost dream, remembered but for a brief moment, found and quickly forgotten. Drawing sword, who doth approach, be you friend or foe? Oh, 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 I see. Drawing a sword. Who doth approach, be you friend or foe? Music stops into the organ grinder, carrying organ box on a pole. Grinder! <laughs> Do you want some sausage? That's organ grinder, not sausage That's grinder. not what the line says. Different kind of organ. I'm sorry. Read here upon the line. Read here upon the line. For those of you who can act, who are actually seeing the shadow and the people at home do not get to see it. <laughs> oh, they don't see it. <laughs> it's like looking around confused. <laughs> I've brought my finest kidney sausages. That's not the line, sir. Mr. Treach, your ladyship yes, demands you take this seriously. I'm trying, Speaking sir. the lines as they are written. I'm unable, sir. I seem to be in the dark, as it were. <laughs> well, give your lights to someone else then. Oh! No, get close to the candles then. No. <laughs> oh. Goodness. I, it does, it feels quite cold in here. <laughs> Mr. Tritch, if you do not muster yourself and read the lines as written, I will give your part to another. 
I feel like a sausage man would be useful in this scene. <laughs> Not a sausage grinder, an organ grinder. Good God, man, have oh, no understanding. Oh, my, my pardon, my pardon, sir. I, I mistook the part entirely. Uh, you thought yourself the grinder when truly you were the monkey. <laughs> that was... Uh, oh, I'm... <laughs> Miss Lovett, Miss Lovett, read the part of the grinder. <laughs> I dare say, Mr. Treach, seat yourself, sir. Eat. <laughs> It is a simple matter, Mrs. Lovett. Raspberry pudding? <laughs> Raspberry pudding later. For now, read the part of the grinder. <laughs> I have seen a tractor. Oh, good God, I do not have time for any of I'm this. I'm sure you'd rather be back to the sausage man now, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps the hour approaching is going to be better than this. Give me the pot, Mr. Graves. Read. What? The grinder. The grinder. <laughs> I be neither, but I am no. Thank you. Continue. How do we know these strangers? Your face is in shadow, and your form is hidden. By what are you known? From my melody. Twas you. Now I do see. You bring forth the music which we did hear, a melodious foreshadowing that charms. <coughs> <coughs> Excuse me. And the bells of the clock is starting to ring as if... Hmm, nobody noticed the lateness of the hour that it's... Oh! It must be midnight. It does seem to be midnight. Are you all right, I'm quite, quite fine. Continue on with the play. <coughs> I'm sure everything will be fine. <coughs> I'm not. <laughs> and Mr. Mr. Trungle is trying to cover up with a handkerchief that you know, just does good. <laughs> a little consumption? No, 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 no. Quite all right. Quite, quite all right. <laughs> Carry on. Carry on. <clears throat> the play. The play. Grinder. <laughs> she didn't finish your line, but whatever. I am the music. Yes. <laughs> then we greet thee, welcome, and entreat you to stay for a moment, for we prepare <coughs> the advent of our Lord and King, he who presides about this kingdom of 
Quatre. The shadow, you know, points over to uh, Mrs. Lovett and points like over to like a water bottle <laughs> the water there. over towards Mitt. <laughs> Thank you. <clears throat> mm. Yes, uh, sorry. <laughs> then we greet thee, welcome, and entreat you to stay for a moment, for we prepare the advent of our Lord and King, he who presides above his kingdom of Quattro. <laughs> Would I take your music box, master musician? And the room grows darker again, and only the light of the candles are burning. The music is part of me. I will not be. It will not be separated from my grass. A servant to one's music, like Orpheus as he sang to Eurydice, calling forth into the great abyss with sorrow and regret. A servant. Yes. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> terribly sorry. Um, we, we do serve oh, the royal get a little bit brighter. Again. We do serve the royal throne as well, bled and born to our monarch and master. And yet, do not all men bleed with equal crimson and marrow? The bloody cut can adorn all men's necks, no matter the head that wears the adorned crown. You speak treasonous inclination, my Sirrah. I mean no offense to thee. I merely intend reverence to that which holds dominion upon us all. That being Thanatos and his siding lane. Perhaps pick up the pace a little bit. Good gentles, let us not quarrel of the nature of mortal coils. Our time is short upon both this earth and upon this day. We have much to be done. Magpus, do fetch our master's goblets from the pantry, and you, my lord, would you wish to stay? Surely your music would soothe our troubled lord's brow like a cooling balm for the mind. For thee I stay. Distant cannon fire echoes in the background. And you uh, hear in the background the cannon fire actually going off and echoing through the halls. Oh, yeah. oh. Um, Did someone leave the gun cabinet unlocked for Ruprecht again? <laughs> <laughs> and the shadow is like retreating even further and it's getting bright again. Oh, I should go check, sir. <laughs> the enemy grows closer. Soon we shall be overrun. What gives you such certainty? Smoke and gunfire, the echoing footsteps of death approach, the steely cannons are but the trotting of a pale horse in flight, although we remain steadfast, we hasten to the grave. Piteous attempts to avoid one's charge. Even the grasp of mortality requires a straightened cloth upon the table. To sobering music, my lady. Sobering music, indeed. Fair minstrel, do not encourage his moral lacking. 
If it were to be a winter's day, he would be crying for the absence of sunlight. And the it shadow is, some, you know, in the corner now, but kind of just with its arms folded. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if it were summer, he would bemoan the heat. Uh, I speak my thoughts. You speak your thoughts. A curious melody. <laughs> the approach of death. It has played upon many things in different times. Some hear its melody in haste, some in slow rhythm. It is different for every man, woman, and child. And yet, no matter the variation, it ends exactly the same in silence. And see. <laughs> and the members of the, <laughs> the theater are all looking at you. <laughs> Is this not the point of applause? I don't think it's like that. There's one more page. I have another page. Oh, 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 oh I see. Yeah. Here's the uh. <laughs> <laughs> and the shadow basically just, you can see it just... Poof. <laughs> and disappear into the wall after that, the whole whole thing. Well, that's charming. <laughs> come, Slowfoot. Our master comes soon. We must prepare for his arrival with wine and savories. Raspberry pudding! I follow. Do stay, minstrel. Our king should prove a kind audience for your melodies and reward the appropriate. Phenomia and Magpus exit. And now the overture concludes. A refrain unfamiliar and yet known. Your master shall hear my melody, and my master shall dance before you all. No man, no child shall be deafened to these songs. Death end, perhaps. The sun grows crimson in the haze and fog of gunfire and blood, setting unto an uneasy horizon. My song will be heard, the bells shall ring, the echoes shall remain as unseen witness to what will transpire. Night falls upon this land, night falls upon us all. Cannon fire is that once again. With yeah, but lights. there's no cannon fire at this time. And the lights are back to normal. I blow out the candles. <laughs> Seems we have uh, completed the play. Are you pleased with the performance, milady? The Sir Penny Royal is looking at the other two. That. Performance was sensational, my man! How have you not been here before? My God, we're taking you to on the road with us! My God! Bye. Don't, uh, don't see what all the fuss was about. He was passing in best. Good on the road. <laughs> and that's game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. So, this, of course, terrible tale of the perilous play, written by Alex Flanagan, coffee detective on t- on uh, Twitter, good friend of mine, excellent. <laughs> Unfortunately, the play was written 
by me. <laughs> but I'll, I'll actually, um, if, if you're watching this, I'll be sure. I can't even remember. I'm sorry, Alex. I can't remember right off the cuff, but I'll mention on my Twitter and all that. So, again, you guys have fun? Yes. yes. Again, this is Bedlam Hall, available through Monkey Fun Studios and through DriveThruRPG and Indie Press. We have multiple terrible tales associated with this. And before we go any further, so again, this was a one-shot that we wanted to do, but now the game is over, I will let everybody, in the, one by one, say what their secret was. So go ahead, Mr. Graves. My secret was, I am afraid of cars. Automobiles. <laughs> 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 I thought you had something in one of the cars. I know, yeah, right? I thought that was yeah. a creature. Read yeah. the whole thing, it's great. Oh, okay, fine, fine, fine. fine. Um, you're scared of automobiles, even being in their presence. They watch you waiting. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I once posed in a gentleman's magazine showing off my bare ankles and knees. Ah, <laughs> ooh. <laughs> well, I was close on yours. I thought maybe you were a stripper. You made a pact with the devil as a cure for tuberculosis six years, six months, and five days ago. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tree. You are functionally blind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Luckily, you've memorized the household layout so you don't bump into things. You also remember voices quite well, but nobody better move anything. <laughs> Which is why I didn't make eye contact with anybody through the whole meeting. <laughs> when I was like, what? Uh-oh. <laughs> Mrs. Hughes. You died in 1894. <laughs> but you simply had too much to do around the house. Now you are the equivalent of the walking dead. You prefer your meat blue rare and often have to cover up a lingering, unsettling fragrance. <laughs> and of course, it's my favorite, this is love it, please read your seat. <laughs> Although you understand English, sort of, you only know the following English phrases. <laughs> yes, thank you, <coughs> dining room, Nova Scotia, Canada, I have seen a tractor, raspberry pudding, you stupid window sniffer, and angry knickers. I did add the fact that to say anything else required a success with plus four to two. Which is why when you gave me the play, I rolled, looked at Dave, said eight, and he went, no. Nope. <laughs> so thank you guys very much for playing. Very well done. Uh, for those of you who watched, thank you very much again. Uh, my, I'm Dave from Monkey Fun Studios. Please stay tuned. We're going to be streaming some other stuff live from Strategicon Gateway 2019. Yeah! And later this evening, of course, we'll be doing the Happy Jacks RPG podcast with a live studio audience. So stick around for that. And again, uh, find us on Happy Jacks uh, uh, RPG, wherever your favorite podcasts and streaming can be found. So, that's it. Yeah, thank you very much. They have to do a thing. Thank you. Oh, do you have to do a thing? I don't yeah. have the thing. What's your thing? <laughs> we have to do a thing. There's a script. I was promised there would be a cheat sheet. There, it's there somewhere. Clara it's eventually it. found it. Right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's in here somewhere. So you could uh, read the play, but yeah. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Is there one over there, like in that red finder? Oh, maybe. Yeah. 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 I know we have a whole script now can that we're trying to make this more professional. <laughs> I can do that. Oh, you can? Okay. I know how to do that. I just don't know what you'd say. The, uh, the things I do know about uh, tonight, 8 p.m. Pacific, 
in this very room. We'll be doing our live studio audience podcast yeah. discussion of yes. uh, of games that have been run and played and our experiences and things that we've had fun with and all the great stuff. There it is, there it is, there it is. Okay, we got it. Yeah. Oh. Go ahead. Go. That's the end of tonight's session. We hope you enjoyed it. Join us live. Time we play, uh, which actually will be uh, the uh, streaming podcast tonight at eight o'clock, and then tomorrow, I believe, tomorrow morning at nine o'clock a.m. Nine a.m. for our next session, or subscribe to our actual play feed to get the podcast when it's released. Uh, If you want to catch up on past episodes, visit happyjacks.org/slash games or slash shows uh, and find all the APs on the Happy Jacks network at happyjacks.org slash shows. Um, other announcements and events people are doing, don't worry, there will be a cheat sheet on the table. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing I love how Adam yeah. reads the stage directions. I will say, uh, I will plug my show uh, every other Wednesday night on Happy Jacks RPG. Uh, I'm running Changeling the Dreaming 20th Anniversary Edition. Uh, it's called The Clockwise Court. Uh, you can check it out at happyjacks.org slash clockwise court. Excellent. Sweet. At least until the clock runs up. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 We're just going to look awkwardly at the mm-hmm. camera until Dave turns it off. He did. Yeah. I think he turned it Okay. <laughs> 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 so oh, my God. Yes. That was, was great. Yeah. Uh, I've never played Bed Lapel before, so that was great. I hadn't either. No, I was very excited about this. Oh, my God. I left yeah. my notes. Lord Rupert, he's big, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm particularly glad I got to be the monarch of Marigold. Only you guys can see it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. It's, it's like... Is he coming over here? Is he, uh, is he coming over here? I'm like, no, no. Oh, wait. The cape's over the camera. The camera. <laughs> I didn't know anything was happening. <laughs> I couldn't see a shadow. <laughs> creature couldn't see. No, creature couldn't see anything. <laughs> Thank you for being very confident. <laughs> I realized you had the hardest one after I had given to you thinking. Because oh, I'm like, how am I supposed to say? So then I think, like, once it kind of clicked, I was like, oh. So then when I was trying to point out where Bagatha was, I'm like, raspberry pudding. I've seen a tractor. I'm here. Now, the car is missing. Well, remember, he pushed the car around, so he took it somewhere else. He never finished doing it. He never said, oh, I'm back into the garage. No, I thought he said that the Duesenberg was back in the garage. No. You brought him back. Yeah. Yeah. When I was yeah. unharnessing the young master. When he was unharnessing, yeah, he wanted oh, to, you know. And then it disappeared. It got out. Maybe Rupert took it again. <laughs> he likes to go for oh. joy rides. Yeah, I do that. I don't remember it being there at all, but okay. Hi, James. Hey, Hi, buddy. Um, oh, and one more thing. Hey, hey guys. Like, this is what a yeah. house looks like right here. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's got his uh, he's got his uh, two shows today. Yeah, it's the closing weekend. So I'll be there tomorrow. Uh, oh, yeah. He's very sad. He's missing everyone. Yeah. Tell him I say hi. I will. You are here somewhere. Wait, like 5.45? Yeah.
Yeah, we're doing really good. Okay. I didn't want to run back down. I think I actually ran. Tell them I asked for a copy of this. That is what? Yeah. Oh, my God. The karate photo. Yeah. So happy. I couldn't see it well enough, so I'm asking for a copy. And I think it's going to be all of us. So the business center and printed one out for you. There you go. And one of my favorite things about it is that when his sister first showed it to me, he was like, "It's Taekwondo." And I'm like, "I'm like, I don't care." She introduced it to me as the karate photo. It's going to be the karate photo forever. Worst comes worst, Chris. I can take it to your work. Now I work in West Hollywood, and I take La Cienega straight up. I mean, I've had that forever. I'm happy to share. Yeah. But yeah, the karate photo is it is wild. It's so good. She turned like four. So it's been a while. Especially that cartoon was just like that's pretty much exactly what happened when we went to his dad's place. Oh wow. (laughs) He was like here. Look at this whole hallway full of embarrassing photos of Joey. <laughs> like, yes, please. Yeah, exactly. I would like to see that, and I'm going to need some photos. <laughs> but I need a few copies. Uh, oh, oh, my God. So how do we do? Great. Okay. I don't know. I am desperate to play Bedlam Hall mm. in a short arc. Oh, Yeah. Because uh-huh. I feel like all of the like secret investigation mm-hmm. and the prestige earn and loss mm-hmm. and that stuff, it really mm-hmm. doesn't come up well in just a one shot. No. And I think that's what we need to be doing is for the mini con that you can't make it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or for the, the mini art for a Saturday. I know. Yeah. I just I can convince my wife of a lot of things, but if it's <laughs> we can't do twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I'll take what I can get, man. Uh, really, Dave? Really? But uh, <laughs> two games down, baby. <laughs> One to go. Poor bag of the. Oh, bag of the, I know. You made her a monster. I hit the ground like a hefty shot full of meat. <laughs> and yes, bag of the speaks with my imitation of Harvey Fierstein. <laughs> it's a fun to be loved. Is that so wrong? That's so wrong. <laughs> Do you need any of these? Do you want? Nah, just toss them. It's all good. I just want to be treated like a woman. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Uh, mm. I love rubric. Oh, God. <laughs> Every time I play, he's just a little root. The monkey boy. A little weird. <laughs> May I go to the bathroom? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That was, man, that was honestly my favorite thing because, like, that movie was the inspiration for what Rob Taylor and I were trying going to try and do when we did the small guest arc on Dragon Heist. Oh. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, we were like, yeah, that was our whole thing. Was yeah. like, we're just totally con men. Yeah. And we're here to just try and get money out of these adventurer people. Mm-hmm. 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 So good. 
That was that was just the best guest star. Oh yeah, thing. no, that was hilarious. Especially when they started winning the fight. I know. Oh my god! <laughs> like, it's like the rolls. Like oh, I failed that. Oh, yeah. all these times. This is like we weren't expecting yeah, any of that. Yeah. Yeah. The con guys right. are like, yeah. the party. Uh, Four forty nine. Oh my god! Yeah. I'm gonna keep it short. Uh, so much fun! I wish I want to play. I want to play another arc of that. I want, I want those characters back. <laughs> no fair. Yeah. He's all popular. He whined. <laughs> I did. I did. I whined a lot. Of <laughs> wow. Good. Game. Uh, so good. You have fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're literally all. It just got scary. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, there's a prop that seems like the screen. That was a surprise. <laughs> and we're out. Things were happening, and I didn't know what was happening first. It was a little frightening. Exactly. There's Thunder Down Under. From that side of the table. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'll just stay over here. Yeah, look, yeah, it's curling up the thing on the wall. Because <laughs> they, they cherry popped. No, oh, yeah. there you go. I mean, it does the third thing. Yeah, but that was more like letting you get to third base. Because <laughs> I wasn't. Well, make it sound Because I was in the NPC. Because I dirty in my mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, That's where I have fun. I'm going to hang out here for a little while. Okay. Um, oh, why do you need to hang out? Computer. Oh, can't yeah. leave all the gear. Uh, she I left mean, it in here. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, there she is. Well, yeah, yeah. I just sent a text message like two seconds ago. It's not. Okay. Give me some <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. You don't have to do that part. Mm-hmm. And I was actually found the script. Yeah. I didn't actually <laughs> get anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like they started saying, like there's a script or something, and I was like, yeah. I don't know anything about a script. Claire was or doing it. To, Claire was doing it to be funny earlier. She pulled, oh. she like brought it up, and she's like, and she just did a terrible. It was amazing. It was very funny. Don't worry. Yeah, I did thought it. that was like really yeah, so I did it pretty terribly too. Good job. Glad it was good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you. Do you want me to stay here with the stuff, or just? No, it's fine. We'll just shut the door. Okay.